You're listening to Reverb Radio. to the Josh Robinson show. We have a big show planned today with one JPQ, which is coming up in just a minute, but this is the first Josh Robinson show on Reverb Radio. I hope you're enjoying the launch week of Reverb Radio. Um, I am super, super happy and uh, excited to finally be able to talk about Reverb Radio. Not only that, I'm just excited to put my creative hat on again and get back into this content game. I hope you're enjoying everything that I've been offering here on Reverb Radio as well as on YouTube and um, all of my Twitch content that's been out this week. I hope you're enjoying the streams of Here Comes the Pain. I hope everyone is having a wonderful day. I'm not going to waste any more time. we got a big, huge chat with JPQ coming up. It's a little lengthy, but we talk about content. We talk about wrestling. We talk about what's next for JPQ, what's next for me. And we just have a nice conversation where you guys get to be a fly on the wall. So this was recorded before everything came out with Reverb Radio. Um, and it was also recorded before I sound so sick. Um, I'm on the mend. But um, it was recorded a couple weeks ago. I hope you enjoy it. Here is the chat with one JPQ. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, I'm sitting here virtually, of course, because we're across the world from one another. And because of COVID, we don't want to, you know, elbows and face masks and all of that kind of good stuff that we're very much used to at the moment. But I'm sitting here with my friend, the one and only Mr. JPQ. And, um, you know, I have a beef with you. Let's get this. Let's just throw this out right now. I left Twitter for, what, three days, maybe? three days and you just decide, well, you know what? Fuck podcasting. I'm out. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, that's no, not, I was certainly not that aggressive, <laughs> um, but I did know that you were gone. I was like, this is the perfect time. I don't get the guilt trip. Mm. I don't get uh, the DMS from Josh. Cause mm. you know, Josh, you laid on thick brother. Mm. You know, mm. you're ready to uh, make <laughs> me feel bad about leaving. Um, <laughs> So ample opportunity with you gone uh, to jump out. No, uh, it was, you know, hey, it, it happened, right? Sometimes you just got to pull the bandaid. What I didn't want to do, and actually I think I'm breaking news here, uh, an exclusive, is I didn't I didn't want to bail soft, you yeah. know? I didn't want to, like, peter out or have people that were listening, you know, uh, my drops don't become weekly, you know, they become you know, every two weeks and then they become sporadic and it's weird timelines are just on. I can do that now, you know, yeah. under, underneath big paws on a pup to put people that have been listening through that. Right. Um, with, with little to no explanation other than I don't feel like I don't have the time, right. Yeah. To do it anymore. 
I, I think would be uncool. So I just ripped the Band-Aid, you know, and I said, hey, yeah. let's just let's just shut it down. We're just going to shut it down. There's plenty of Joshi stuff to follow in other places. You know, I'm still going to be doing this. You yeah. know, I'm still going to put one-offs, and I'm still going to do some stuff for WrestleJoy, and I'm still going to work with Smart to Death, and I'm still going to pop out the random episode from time to time just for, just for S&Gs. But uh, as far as the weekly stuff, like, I don't want to be taking up data on anybody's phone. I don't want anybody thinking... Yeah. You know, like when's the next one come if it's coming at all, you know, yeah. like, you know how, it is. you know, because you, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you do it more than I do. Yeah. The commitment side of it, uh, of consistency is, is just respect between the creator and the listener. So yeah. it, it gets to be consistency is a good word to use because sometimes I'm sure you've had many <laughs> weeks over the, what, how long were you podcasting for? How long? Um, I hit just over 18 months, year and a yeah. half. I thought it. I thought it was about that. Um, but y- you know how it gets. Sometimes you just get to your episode in the week, and you're like, I just don't feel like doing this this week. And mm. then you kind of. We've always said. I. I think I've been. I think I've had conversations with you, just gone like, if it's not fun, don't really want to do it, or don't force. My, I don't ever want to force right. myself to be producing content just for the you know for the small number of people that are listening. It's not worth the time it's not worth the stress if if you're not enjoying it um but you know there's always weeks when you're like i just don't really feeling it this week or i don't really know what to speak about this week i don't have a guest this week something comes along and it just gives you kind of obstacles and when you know other things are happening in the world that are more important than than you know a television show that happens every you know couple of days at this point wrestling but you know it is more important and you know the stress of life and just just other things that are happening in the world and in, in your own life and just going, yeah, I don't really think this is worth, you know, stringing people along if my heart's not in it. And I, I can totally understand that. So, but you, you know, still the left when I wasn't here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, I've got to, uh, I, you know what? We'll always have that though. You yeah, know, that'd the be story will always be able to icebreakers for, you know, to the end of time. That's what we get. <laughs> But, um, yeah, but the grind's fun, though, you know? It is. Like, that's the fun part. Like, for the people out there that are new to it or thinking about jumping into it or have been doing it for a little while and finding some some motivational hurdles that you have to get over every once in a while, right? Uh, the weeks that you speak about, right, where things just kind of get away from you and you're putting it together and you're maybe, not, maybe not as passionate or maybe you just don't have a topic that, mm. that is really going to drive a good episode in your mind. Uh, it's that grind. You know, uh, kind of working through it and problem solving and the critical thinking aspect of it of, okay, well, if it's not going to do this, what's my plan B? Where's my contingency? Because I know at 12 o'clock on Wednesday, I got to put something out and it's got to be of, you know, any type of quality that you feel uh, complete with. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be perfect and it certainly doesn't have to be, you know, garbage. And if you can find anywhere in the in that ratio that it makes you comfortable and you feel good with it, then put that shit out. And yeah. uh it's a lot of fun. It's just it times times getting away from me now. It's in, you know that time thing, and that's why I always said that's when I, when I left. It was all good things, right? Yeah. Because it's not bad, and it's not because it's you know. And I got love for the people that got to go through that shit, you know. And yeah. um, I didn't want to take you know any type of uh, I don't want to I don't want anybody to think there was any type of story, right? Because there's yeah. not. It's no. you know finite amount of time available. Time's running out. Busy time of year is coming up, and everything we talked about the consistency factor is really the yeah. the, uh, the judgment at the end. Yeah, no, I, I completely, a, I respect that decision and, and B, I, I understand it. I, I know what it, okay. I know what it, I know what it, I, I can completely understand where you're coming from. Um, and 
you know, and I know everyone listening can't see you. I, I'm, we're video chatting at the moment. I can see it in your yeah. face that it's like, it's not like, there's no sadness towards it. And there's no, like, there's no attachment to that. Like, oh, you know, there's no question. We've had many conversations where mm. we've just been like, you're just like, if I was to stop tomorrow, I feel pretty fulfilled. You, you kind of set out what you were intending to do. Have some fun with wrestling, meet new people, talk to a bunch of people all over the world and just kind of share love of, of, of wrestling, whatever wrestling that, you know, you've mm-hmm. talked about many different things in your 18 months that you've done. Um, right. no particular angle and everybody else's show that you've been on and everything that you've been a part of. So I, I can completely see in your face and just the way you speak about it, that you feel pretty fulfilled and anything extra it's, you know, it's just a little bit on, you know, cherry on top of the cake, anything you're doing. Yeah. It's post- fun, right? Like this is fun, you know, talking to Josh, uh, <laughs> The next day, you know what I mean? In the future. <laughs> um, that's because podcasting got us here. You know yeah. what I mean? Because it's, this is what it's about. This is this is what makes it fun. So it's like, like you said, like there is no, um, you know, sadness, right? Yeah. It, because it's a chapter, right? MPA has come to its completion. And you're right. How many times we really have talked about it a couple times in mm-hmm. which if I walk away tomorrow, I feel good. And this has been six, eight, 10 months, you know, that, that we've mentioned it a couple of times. And really at the end of the day, it's like, okay, well, big Paul's on a pup is still doing its thing. And I'm still going to put out like almost like feature audio featurettes is how I look at them. Yeah. Right. It's like an article, but it's just audio because fuck writing. And, (laughs) and so we're just going to, you know, we're just going to come on and we're going to talk. And so NPA though, no particular angle that show, like that's a chapter. Right. And so you close the book on that chapter and then you you love it for what it is. And now you move on to other things in which, again, it's not going to be as much and it's not going to be as often and it's probably nearly not going to be as good. But, you know, it's still the personality. So, you know, that's uh, that's why I'm here, bro. You know? Yeah. And like it's 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 nice to know that you look at that show and and leaving at a time when it's not like you feel within yourself that the show is becoming bad or the show is becoming just kind of the motions. No, I, I thought it was getting some that. momentum. Like, I mean, again, yeah. I had that nice sheet episode on wrestle joy, which I thought was dope. Stardom's coming back, you know, and I get real hyped about that stuff. And, um, but it was like, <laughs> we know <laughs> <laughs> damn near annoying from time to time. No, um, <laughs> But we do, um, but yeah, it's just like, but you know, like what, once, once that, once that thing starts and however long it would have lasted it, um, yeah, no, it's just time wasn't going to be there for it. Yeah. So why commit further than I already have, you know, and, uh, you know, essentially waste other people's time, right, is really what yeah. I didn't want to do. So, like, I still want to do some stuff and I still got some things, but, like, I can't commit the way I, th- I thought I, I yeah. thought I could. So yeah. I was like, all right, I'm just going to, you know what I mean, like, pull that Band-Aid, boom, yeah. set in stone, and now, you know, wild, wild west ahead of us, you know? Yeah, no, and it, it's still nice to know that you're not just like, you know, I'm never going to do this again. You're open to things and you're... Yeah, of course, you're, I want to jump on the things, you know, I love yeah. talking. Yeah, well, me too, relatable. Uh, I don't know if anyone can tell, <laughs> but, but, you know, you said to me, hey, you would, like, you come to me, hey, when you come back to this, by the way, everybody, I know this is going to be released a little bit later on from when we're actually recording. This is the first time I'm sitting in front of a microphone in... Near, nearly a month and it's like yeah. weird hey yeah <laughs> um it's 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 weird i've had a little bit of a break and just trying to kind of recharge my batteries i've um as everybody knows i'm very vocal about it on twitter because there's a small minority that feel a little bit uncomfortable with the word gay um but 
that was that took a lot of my energy out of me. As as good as it was, and as big as it was, and as, as happy as I've been, that took a lot of uh, stuff out of me. That took took quite a big chunk of me, and I just needed to kind of refuel. And I know some people were like. He just does a few podcasts and, and a couple of Twitch streams a week. What's the big deal? For me, it's a big deal. I'm very passionate about this and I want to make the best stuff, not only for everybody else, but to make me feel fulfilled. And I didn't feel like I was in the right headspace to kind of talk about wrestling. We're kind of in a weird time where we're coming, you know, on the back end of it now, but we've been through a lot in wrestling in the last month. Um, I've been through a lot personally in the last month and I just needed some time to work on my own ideas again and kind of rediscover my love for wrestling a little bit because I feel like we all do it. We all fall out in and out of love with wrestling and with given the time of the world, not just with the speaking out movement, but also COVID, also Black Lives Matter, everything that has happened this year um, personally and just as a society, it's taken a lot out of us, out, out of all of us. It's not just me, but you know, coming back and sitting in front of a microphone again and just getting back in the zone. I'm looking at the time now and I'm like, I've already talked for 10 minutes in a podcast. And I'm like, I'm, I feel that motion coming back. And I know you love that as well. Just that we've talked about, you know, we, we, we said to each other that I don't really have a topic today. We're just going to talk and just see how long we go and just see what we talk about. And it's already like, I've, I've already got my ideas flowing again. It's like, oh, I'm going to ask him this. I'm going to ask him this. You know that, you know, you're a fan. I've always respected you and, and love the most I loved about your show is the way your ability to host. I feel like you're an incredible host. This isn't me just blowing smoke. I sure. feel like not being cocky. I feel like I am a pretty good host and I always took notes from you. So I was just kind of like, that was your, str among many other things, but that was your strongest point to me was that you could guide a conversation. And so for me, like coming back into this and, and everything going on, everything just kind of goes out of my head and I'm just kind of talking. And at the moment, we're just having a, you know, it's just two friends having a conversation at this point. We're not really like, this is what we're talking about. But just the fact that we can go through a conversation with not really anything just shows that there is a connection between content creators, whether we be millions and millions of miles apart or whatever it may be, <laughs> there's a, there is a connection. And when two people can kind of vibe off one another, and, and that's what, you know, when it's all said and done for me, when I'm just like, I don't really want to do this anymore. That is the thing I'm going to take away most is that people, it doesn't matter how far in distance you can, you can really connect with people. And at the end of the day, it's all because of wrestling, which is pretty, it's a pretty beautiful thing. I think is just that we yeah. all share a love. It doesn't matter what wet wrestling we're watching. We all share a love of professional wrestling and it's just brought us all together. No matter the time zone that, that we're in. So, um, is that something you look at through this 18 months of, I know you're still kind of sporadically going to be doing this, sure. but you look back at your time. Is, is that something you would agree on? Is this that bond you've created with multiple people that you wouldn't normally, if you didn't have wrestling or Twitter? Yeah. So the, yeah, it's um, one, you can call me retired by the way, because like, <laughs> Semi-retired. It's it's retired yeah. in wrestling, so it never really yeah. means you're retired. <laughs> it, it's, that's the best part, especially Joshi, because they retire like four times. Um, but you're absolutely right. Um, yeah, I think I think there is a commonality between uh, content creators, right? I think that, and it might even be as something as um, you know, a personality trait that we all share, 
because it's like a performance in yeah. some semblance, you know, or in some sense, right? Like, I'm not saying like it's over the top or like you're doing these big grand, but like you gotta have the confidence, the wherewithal, and oh, yeah. and like the self esteem, right? And that we can't take that for granted, right? How many times have you jumped in front of a mic and it's just like the confidence wasn't there and you had to bail and oh, come yeah. back another day, another hour, or whatever? You know, there's some people that don't take the jump. You know what I mean? You gotta be a little scared. You got it's got a little fear to doing this um, that you kind of have to overcome. And I think that we all kind of share that um, trait, you know, whether that's personality driven or if that's like just you can it's a, you know, a skill that you can learn over time. You know what I mean? Like whatever it might be, because I know that like when I made the jump prior to when I wanted to make the jump was a completely different amount of time. And then I finally made the jump and yeah. then it's been a year and a half. You know what I mean? Like where I was doing just like guest spots until I finally committed to being a show, you know, and so. Um, so one, it's going to be back and two, <laughs> <laughs> to the original, but, uh, but at the same time, yeah, I do think like it's you, there is always a relationship. It doesn't always have to be good or bad. You don't have to like the person, not like the person, you know, you can, you can just be completely indifferent of the content creator you're talking to, but there's a commonality. There's a, a mutual respect of coming in and doing a good job and, you know, this, you know, whatever it is, um, brother and sisterhood, you know, yeah. so to speak of, uh, of of professionalism right so just go in and have fun remember why we're doing this right because it's fun and we're fans and it's passionate and we like to fuck around and have good ideas and yeah. and be goofy and be silly but then be serious and then sometimes be critical and sometimes be pissed like yeah. every range of emotion is explored uh, especially when you're hosting you yeah. know what i mean like you've done it i've done it i mean when i first started listening to you this is right before the brainbuster days and then it was the brainbuster days which yeah. was dope um <laughs> Where, you know, like you just would go like the first 20 minutes of what reverb was and what it might continue to be. I know you got secrets, so I'm just going <laughs> to let you, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, it was, you know, you and Kev or just you when you were running solo, you yeah. know what I mean? Just like, fuck it, I'm going to bullshit for yeah. 15, 20 and then we'll start talking wrestling and the takes are good and you know what you're doing and you're yeah. smart guy. And I like all that. But like, damn, the personality and the stories mm. at the beginning. Right. What you're willing to share, what you're not willing to share. You know what I mean? Like where you draw that line during just sitting here in front of a mic, staring into a wall. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like nah, nah, let me switch this. Nah. I know but that like, feeling. It's all, <laughs> yeah, it's all on the fly. Right. Like, you're not like stopping or editing or whatever. You're just yeah. leaving it all going. But you're like, mm, it's active thinking while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, like you share that bond with other people. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a cool thing. So. And it's really, you know, something I – one of my best kind of I feel when I'm performing at my best just as a person is when I'm able to switch on that creative switch in my brain. I'm a very creative driven person. Don't give me a textbook. I'm not great with it. I'll lose focus. But something where I can kind of, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be wrestling. You know me, I talk about whatever I want to talk about. And as long as I'm somewhat interested in it and I have a little bit of something behind it, I can kind of just spiral and let my brain just kind of do do whatever it needs to do to do that. So I think yeah. doing content in general, whether it be podcasting, Twitch streaming, whatever I'm doing, I I work best when I'm creatively stimulated. And I think, you know, talking with you or talking with Queen or whoever it may be, it sure. just kind of adds to that because it's always better to flow off somebody else. Oh yeah, it's brainstorming. But, but at the same time, you know, I can do solo if I need to. And I know you can as well. We're, that's something that I feel like we bond over the most is that if we need to go solo, yeah. we'll do it. 
And I, I feel yeah. pretty confident within my. It's hard. It's not easy to do a solo show. Anybody listening, it's hard. But I feel pretty confident within myself that I could, you know, spew out some kind of bullshit for for thirty minutes to keep people entertained. So I feel like that was what looking back at your stuff is that you and me are very similar in that aspect. Is that if we needed to, we could just kind of let our brains kind of just go, and yeah, that's kind of the best thing I think about one big pause on a pup over here. Um, but switching gears for a minute, because um, we, we, we've blown smoke up each other's asses enough for, for yeah. a little while. Um, just keep talking about the art. I love it. Uh, let's just talk about each other. I'll happily talk about myself. You know that. Um, but let's talk about something else for a little while. A little, let's change the pace a little bit. Um, I kind of alluded to uh, at the start of this episode, but we are in a bit of a crazy time in the world at the moment. COVID happening. I mean, I started for me personally, this, this year started with Australia on fire and I thought that was, that was as bad as it was going to get. Um, The animals. And then all of that happened and COVID starts happening and then black lives matter speaking out within wrestling. I know that's on a little bit of a different vein, but just everything it's what we're seven months in. And I don't want to like, you know, piss off anybody here because like, holy crap, can it get any worse? I think the answer is pretty obvious that it probably could if it wanted to. This year has been a bit of a, a mess, but you personally, how have you been dealing with COVID and then everything with Black Lives Matter and everything else that's going on in the world at the moment? How are you personally dealing with it? Um, Day by day, I guess is a good way of putting it, right? It's because it's conscious, right? It's something that you have to think about every day. Um, especially the COVID stuff, right? Yeah. Um, because you got responsibility to the public not to, yeah. you know, spread it if you get it, right? Yep. It sucks if you get it, but then you can't spread it, which is yep. why you should wear a mask. Um, yes. <laughs> but and it, you know, you deal with it, and so like, and I got a wrinkle because my wife's an ER nurse, mm-hmm. you know, mm. so like she's she's front line, you know, she's first responder, you know, she's a fucking hero during this time. Yeah, and. I'm podcasting now, uh, <laughs> but no, she, um, but so we got that level of stress, you know, that you got to be mm-hmm. cognizant of, um, and a two year old, you know what I mean? So, yeah, and she, now she's one. pregnant, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's like, you put all this together and you're sitting there like, fuck. Um, so lots of stress about in your mind. I mean, I, I, we're on. Yeah. Different... It's just, that you just, you manage it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just that you got to manage. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. So you just find whatever you can do to, yeah. to manage the stress. You know what I mean? Go walks. You read books, you podcast, or you let the creative outlet go. You know what yeah. I mean? There's a bunch of stress relievers out there to stay productive. And, you know, you uh, take it day by day. You know, you wake up the next day, you know, you put your boots on, you go back to work, and the grind begins again. Yeah, I think we're in – well, I know I know you probably know, but I know um, America in general is getting hit pretty heavy with a lot of COVID um, stuff at the moment. Some parts of Australia are where I am. There is no active cases of COVID in this state. However, some parts of Australia in other states are getting really hit. So you never really, I, I don't know about you, but you never really feel like it's, well, I know this sounds kind of horrible, but it doesn't feel like it's ever going to end. It just keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. And I can understand people that are super stressed out about this kind of stuff because it's it's everywhere. It's not like you can escape it. Everywhere you look, it's COVID-related we'll talk about other stuff in a minute, but it's, it's a lot on your mind, especially that it's been going on for what the last 
well, pretty much majority of the year when you really think about it, it was kind of talked about. But March is really when it picked up. Um, I know for us it picked up in about March. I think it was the same for the States as well. But it's a lot on people's brain and I can – taking it day by day is the only way you can go, really. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's you really know? nothing else just, you can do. Yeah, you just got to live it, you know. That's just – I don't know. And, and that's just how it is. Like I don't think you have to live it minute by minute, you know, no. hour by hour. You don't have to micromanage it, but like it, you know, it's in your mind. You know what I mean? If you're not thinking about like Brianna Taylor, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it's like that's crazy. You know what I mean? Like there's stories out there to pay attention to. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's it. You know. That's Black Lives Matter. All that coming out. I understand that this has been going on a lot longer than just what has happened in the last three or four months. It's it's sure been going on for generations. And yeah. it, it, you know, it is. It's kind of a reality check. I said this when it was first kind of all coming to light. Um, it was a kind of a big reality check for me because in my naive brain, I was just thinking, well, it's not really happening in the year 2020, but it is. And that's, it's making me understand things like white privilege and stuff that I didn't really think about before because I've never felt like I've had to. And now I'm in a spot where it's uncomfortable, but I'm facing what is reality. And I, I don't like the fact that while it's still prominent within the world, it seemed like it was a trend for a lot of people to jump on and then forget about when we can't forget about stuff like this. That's just my personal way of thinking about it is that sure. this needs to be talked about. And it does feel a little bit uncomfortable to talk about this kind of stuff, but sometimes facing the uncomfortable is how we get through it. It's not going to be overnight just done. Sure. It's going to take some well, time. Well, I mean, it's just going back to talking to one another. You know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. the thing. Like, you, people are going to have opposing views from time to time, and yeah. people are going to agree to disagree, and people are going to be pricks about it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just – like, and so, like, you can just manage yourself, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like you should be able to find time face-to-face -face with somebody where you can create dialogue with somebody different than your line of thinking, Right. And find the nuances of agreements, right? And then yeah. try to find compromise or try to find persuasion. Like, we, we got to do a better job of talking to one another. But, you know, that's what's kind of funny, ironically, about COVID. And obviously, it's a terrible thing. So, like, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it is one of those things where, you know, for the first time in probably ever, right, at least 100 years, we're sitting down because we're not allowed to go anywhere, right? We have to slow our lives down and then shit is happening and we're finding outrage with that stuff. And it's like, well, why? Because we aren't allowed to go outside, you know? <laughs> like, we have so more time on our hands. Right. We're just we just inside we, you watching know, Netflix, you know what I mean? Just, we're not doing yeah, a lot. We're waiting on news, you know? Like we're looking, There, people are looking for things. And yep. I don't mean like looking for things like, like a gotcha thing. It's like you're bored. You know what I mean? You're researching. You know what I mean? You're taking an activist interest in the world. You know what I mean? Like you're, you know, on all those type of sites, just what's how's COVID doing over here? Is there a strategy over here that's working? You know? And so you find global events, you, you news articles, shit like that, you know, and it's like, you just got to talk to each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not going to find understanding with everybody and you just got to know that that's a thing, uh, you know, and you got to know that people are out there just to get a rise out of you, you know? Yep. So you just got to like, Okay, like I don't need to be upset at that. I can just be like, okay, that's what that is, and that's what they're going for. Okay, goodbye. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't always have to be a, you know. Sometimes it does, you know, but <laughs> then other times it's like, you know, most of the time it's just like, ah, get out of here, you know. Yeah, and I think I, I've done a lot of in the last four weeks of my life, I've done a lot of talking with people when it's kind of uncomfortable to have conversations with people. I know that's a little bit yeah. different, but sure. I, but it's I, a thing. 
but it is it is a very real thing. I I want to like just say this will be one of my first shows back um, since the the relaunch. I'm recording this before my announcement, so I won't say too much. Don't wor- don't worry, I'm not going to spill the tea. But um, everyone will know by the time this comes out. But I something I I want to do f- for myself because I feel like this is important for me. And I know some people are not going to agree with this and I'm not asking for everybody's acceptance. That's not what I'm trying to do, but to make acceptance is a real thing. Okay. People for no matter whether you're gay, straight, trans, bi, whatever, it doesn't matter. It race, religion, sexuality, anything. Acceptance is something we all look for. At least in my point of view, everyone looks for some form of acceptance and I want to make my shows a little bit more friendly to that. And I'm never saying that I wasn't before, but now that I'm openly out, my mind's changed. It has. And I'm not going to ignore that. It's not just going to be something that I just brush to the side. It's a part of me. It's not, it's, it's who I am. It's not everything that I am. And I never want to become that person. Um, that was one of my biggest fears with coming out was that I never wanted to be that person that's just referred to as the gay dude. The gay dude that talks about wrestling or the gay dude that does this. That's not who I am. I'm Josh. I'm myself. And um, it it is still kind of crazy to me. And this is just a part of coming out. It's the reality that I live in now. And I will probably have to, at least in my lifetime, I don't think too much is going to change. The reality I have to live is that some people are going to see me as that. And that's fine because I'm very vocal about it on Twitter. I'm openly gay and I'm very proud of who I am. And for some people, that's uncomfortable. And, you know, what's happened in the last, at the time of recording, in the last day to me, you've seen it on my Twitter. People that go out of their way to bring people down, this isn't just about me, this is just in general. Going out of someone, going out of your own way, finding the time to do that just to bring somebody down. What happened to me was, I'm pretty thick-skinned. I can brush that kind of stuff off and I can kind of make a joke out of it because that's who I am. That's how I deal with things. But for someone else who is three and a half weeks, nearly a month of coming out, um, I'm in a very vulnerable state. And this is, this is me just speaking for me, but I understand this is a lot for whatever it may be. And I'm sure you can relate in some aspects to this. When you're in a vulnerable state and someone says, I am going to say the slur just for obvious reasons that I feel like it's not a term that should be thrown around. But when someone calls you a faggot, it's very demeaning. That word is, it can hit. And for someone who is very vulnerable and for someone who doesn't have thick skin like I do, that could be a matter of life and death. So to whoever, I'm not saying it was someone that listens to my content. I'm not saying it was someone that follows me on Twitter. I'm not saying it was somebody that lives in the same town as me. It could be just a complete random burner account that's watched one of my videos. But to go on over 20 of my videos and write you're a dumb faggot on all of them, it could be a matter of life and death. So just remember that people, that words do have a lot of impact, whether we're talking about sexuality, race, religion, whatever it may be, they can have a lot of strength behind them. And just remember that sometimes words are are more brutal than any action that you can do. I am going to make it a pretty big deal for me and a pretty big mission and goal for me to make a safe space for this community. Um, no matter what you are, whether you're an ally, whether you're gay, straight, lesbian, trans, bi, whatever you are, I want to create a safe space. 
And I'm going to talk about the kind of things that make a small minority of people uncomfortable. And I'm going to talk about that on Twitter. I'm going to, it's going to be a part of my shows going forward because I feel like it's the right thing to do. And I just wanted to say that why I had somebody here because um, I think it's important and I'm not trying to get too heavy, but it's a part of me. It'll be a part of my content. And if you feel that uncomfortable with that, I certainly honestly don't want you listening to my stuff. And I'll just say that now. I'll never actively ask someone not to listen. But if you are someone that is against this, if you are someone that is uncomfortable with this, if you're someone that doesn't agree with the fact that two men or two women or or whatever should be able to marry, should be able to be in love, then I do not want your follow. I do not want your listen. And I feel like you need to do some research and understand that love is love and that um, what I do does not affect you. So um, I'll just say that, but um, not to get too deep there. (laughs) No, you're good. I mean, hey, look, basic human rights, right? Like just take care of each other. It's ain't that hard. You know what I mean? You know, people are just, I don't get it. So, but I'm glad you're doing that, man. I didn't know that. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing. I like it. I like it that the goals that you have moving forward yeah. are something that, you know, are true to you. So yeah. I support that shit. I love it. Yeah. Um, I've had 99% of this has been wonderful. It's been a, a very positive experience. I know it's different yeah. for, for everybody and it's not easy for everybody. I've had a very loving family. I've had very loving friends. I've had very good support from everybody on Twitter. I, I've never received that kind of love. I've never received that kind of support from you and from many others. Everyone just said, it's okay. And it's a big leap. I understand that, but I'm just living my life and I'm happy. And I'm, I'm just kind of going to continue talking about wrestling and talking about what I love. So that's, that's really, I just want to, I'm rediscovering my love for wrestling again. That's a big part of me. Wrestling is a part of me. And it brings a lot of comfort. This last four weeks of just this reset and just watching wrestling again to watch wrestling has made me go, man, this is a stress reliever for me. And this is a, a love for me. This is a comfort for me. There's a, a friend of mine who's just getting into wrestling and she's like, show me wrestling. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, I will. And going back and watching all this old stuff and just going through my library and going, what is a good match? What is a good wrestling match again? Has made me get excited for wrestling again. It's pouring love into other aspects of wrestling for me again. So I feel like that's important. Whatever you're watching, whatever you're kind of doing to make yourself feel comfortable, I feel like it's important to kind of get in touch with that child your child self and go, why do I love this again? Whether it's video games, whether it's a certain television show, whether it's wrestling, whatever it may be, finding that love again is important and finding, it's always good to feel like a kid. I feel like those were the best years of our lives and they always will be. And to feel 10 years old again is pretty, it's a special feeling to just kind of take yourself out of the world that we're in at the moment. So I think, you know, with everything going on, I know we share obviously a bond over wrestling. Um, Yeah. You can fall in and out of it. I'm sure you have many times in your life and have you had moments where you've just kind of gone, why do I love this? And trying to rediscover is it's a journey. It's fun. Well, at least sure. It's well, there's, it's a hobby, right? So peaks and valleys, you know, you're going to go through the ebbs and flows of, of fandom. There's going to be times when it's really, really good and you're really into it and you're committed to it. And it's, 
you know, I'm not going to go obsessive, although it can be, you know what I mean? There's moments for <laughs> <Me> sure. <too. laughs> yeah, of course. So, you know, again, it's the gambit of, of emotions. Um, and then there's the times when it's like you got shit going on, you know, and it's like you still love it. You still are committed to it the way you were. It's just it's just it can't be the priority right now. You yeah. want it to be the priority, but but it can't be. Right. And that's where you're right. When the carefree days are there. Ooh, that's the best, you know, because you get to just hang and, and do what you got to do. So it's like you got to find that balance. Right. Yeah. And what's interesting is that everybody's got a different cycle with that. You know what I mean? And so when you identify that with, with people that you talk to, like, you know, not random people on, yeah. the, on social media, but people that you are you're interacting with and you kind of have vi you vibe with. Um, it's like you can catch the currents, you know what I mean? And it can bring you down. You know what I mean? If your friends are down about shit, you get down about shit sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to fight against that. Um, when you're the only one of a couple friends that isn't that is still watching a certain type of wrestling you know what i mean you got to then decide like am i that this invested to go find a different group to go watch this yeah. with or do i bail you know what i mean and then if you're bailing and it might not be because you don't want to do it it's just maybe you can't and so then you find yourself man i wish i was watching that i'm watching this and this isn't as good and now i'm not enjoying the passion because i'm looking for something else right um i want a pepsi but i have a mountain dew you know it's like one of those types of things and so you know, you're going to do that. And it could be monthly. It could be daily. It could be hourly. You know what I mean? You could watch a show and it sucks and, you know, another one's coming on. It's like, hey, flip that dial. So there's a bunch of ways to look at it. Um, but, yeah, but, but there's peaks and valleys for sure. Yeah. It, it's 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 cool. Like like I said, I've been – a friend is just – she's has no no history with wrestling. Barely yeah. knows what it is. Um, so the first – so she's just like, show me something – that will captivate my attention. I'm like, okay, TLC two. Yeah. How can you? Okay. How can you sure. look away? That to me right. is like a. It's not my favorite match, and it's better wrestling, of course. But it's just something that's a. It's a car crash. It's, so it's, it's a spectacle. Like, you, so you right. You want to grasp them. So I, I always start with TLC two. That's always my go to first match where someone says, "Show me wrestling." She gave me a couple of hours just to go through it. Mankind and sure. and 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 a take a hell in a cell is always yeah. number two on that. They're the first two I always show. Then I start to show. Like wrestling, Sasha build Bailey. foundation to be able to build the house. Yeah, because you need to know that yes, there's this, but there's also like this. So I so Sha Sasha yeah. Bailey is something I always go to at Brooklyn. Um, it's a good one because it's just something I like to show off women because it's something that is just it's my favorite part of wrestling. Hey man, you're talking you're talking to a women's wrestling fan. Exactly, like, I get so, it. So I just show different aspects. Sean and Take is something I always go to. And then I try to show some old stuff. Um, I always go to Eddie and Ray, Halloween Havoc, because it's just a, it, it's a spectacle, but it's wrestling. It looks cool because there's lots of flips and there's lots of chain wrestling. And you can kind of just, I didn't even watch the screen half the time. Half the time I'm just watching. I was watching her and just being like, okay, how's she reacting to this? And then all of a sudden she's like, show me this, show me this, show me this. I want to see this. Yeah. She's fallen in love with Charlotte Flair. She's fallen in love with Mick Foley. Um, she, she has people that she dislikes, which I love. So it's like, you're building an emotional connection to this. Now she's like, I want to watch this. Show me raw, show me SmackDown, show me AEW, show me all these things. And before you know it, we've spent hours and hours just watching wrestling. And not only is it made, her love it. It's made me love it again and going, oh man, I haven't watched this match in five, six, seven years. And I'm rediscovering right. that passion again and going, ah, okay. And then my creative juices start flowing and I'm like, okay, I can start 
doing other things again and 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 loving wrestling. So her, I'm I'm kind of almost watching vicariously through her in a weird way because it's making mm-hmm. me discover my first reactions to things. Like the first time I seen Edge and Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22 with the flaming table. And that was my favorite match for many, many years until Sasha Bailey came along. Um, right. Watching that and watching her reaction is just like, oh man, I love this again. And I remember being 11, 12 years old watching that and going, I, I really do love wrestling. It's a huge part of my life um, that I'm not quite ready to give up yet. And I, I'm ready to nah, why would you? Good. And so Give I think, yeah, and it's, it's, it's entertaining. And I've showed us some segments like, you know, old attitude era segments and gone, where's wrestling kind of come to and just different things. And, and it's just, it's, it's good for me because then I'm getting on Twitter and the negative stuff, because it's always going to be there. There's always going to be negativity. I mean, it's Twitter. Of course it's going to so be. I mean, it's going to be there. So, territory. so for me, it's making me be able to brush off that negative side because I was letting it get to me and I'm like, oh, it's just so... I just can't love wrestling anymore because you love something that you see, especially yeah. you know how it is being a WWE fan. It's hard because it's everybody brutal, hates it. because sometimes it's something is actually good, and then someone yeah. and then they're like, "I don't like this," and then you just see the comments and you see this person shitting on that just, it makes you shit it, on it. And I, I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. So there's the tribalism side of it, which is nuts, but it's even just the one-offs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all for. Well, I shouldn't say I'm all for because I'm not really for any of it. But, um, you know, like if there's a if there's a a justifiable dunk on somebody, yeah, you know definitely. what I mean? Then okay, take your shot. You know what I mean? But like sometimes, and it's not, you know, it's everybody. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. It's I just that know. one yeah. crazy comment mm-hmm. where you're just looking at it, and it's so it's like your it's such a your tweet is so benign. You know what I mean? And it could be WWE, it could be whatever you want. But, yeah. but you were talking about WWE, and I agree oh, with it. Oh, anything, yeah. Yeah, WWE, there's just some cat who likes SmackDown and has been watching SmackDown since the fucking inception of SmackDown. And he's living through what, I mean, I would lovingly say is the dark ages right now. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's it's, there's some yeah. problems. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there but is. But that's not what, you know, but the thing is, is that, like, but he's committed to it. And that's what he does. And he's yeah. been doing it. And she's been doing it for ever. And they, like, they're just tweeting about it just benignly. And then somebody comes across and just, wham, gets them. And it's for some bullshit because they like, I don't know, fucking. Uh, it's, it's, it could be a simple, yeah. It, it's like Mandy it, Rose. It, it could you know, be literally just, someone saying, "I like that Mandy Rose segment," and be like, "Sonya Deville's better. She sucks. I hate this." It's like just let people love what they want to love. We're all here because we love wrestling. It's like, yeah, it's like somebody says something a little like if it's a hot take and you want to take a shot, but like in a in a fun kind of way. Yeah, like. I, I'm all about that banner, you know what yeah, I mean, and me things like that. So it's not about having a bad time. It's just like some people just come out just to try to get a rise, yeah, and like fuck with somebody. And it's just like when that person takes the bait back, it's like fuck. All right, you know, like <laughs> this is gonna, you know, just watch. Like, it's just gonna be there for a little while. You can't step in. It's like because you don't even know the fucking people. It's just you see them. Yeah, it's like birds, you know, scrabbling for a piece of bread. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just like wow, wild, and they're just off. Um. But it's like, man, it's like you just gotta walk away from that shit. You know what I mean? You just yeah. gotta walk. I was, and I, I was getting consumed in it. WWE gets shit. Oh, yeah, it, WWE gets shit. I was getting consumed in it, and it was making me dislike wrestling. It was just making yeah. me go. I associated that with what I'm seeing on my screen, 
And honestly, sometimes it's I, I prefer to watch Raw, SmackDown, whatever I'm watching, AW, whatever I'm watching. Sometimes I just prefer to not tweet. Sometimes I prefer to yeah. not go on Twitter during the time and just enjoy it and go, this is what I, I like you. and I and I'm I'm enjoying it. Whatever you're watching, whether you're watching Stardom or whether you're watching Raw or whether you're watching AW, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the basis of what's going on in the ring is the same. Yeah. It's all the same common goal. Win the match. We're watching someone to win a match, no right. matter what we're watching. And that's what we're all loving. So why don't we, I, I just wish it's never going to happen. I mean, uh, no. wishful thinking, uh, yeah, but I no just way. wish we could all come together and just go, you like this. I like this. Let's have a little bit of a discussion. We can disagree on some things, but don't be like, right. you're a fucking idiot because you don't like this segment. And I do. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. So that's I'm just, what it is. It's just, you know, I'm not letting it consume super me. aggressive with it. Yeah. Yeah. They get that's really, like, you know, they want- yeah, it gets nasty. It really does get nasty. And it's like right off the bat, too. There's no yeah. warm-up. There's no like this guy this you don't see this person running at you. It's a blindside every time. You just <laughs> yep. again you put up just some normal bullshit. Yep. And somebody comes across and just wham and just wants to take that shot. And it's just like, okay. You know what I mean? Like that's I just, how I just look at it. Just see like, see okay. you bye. I'm just in that so, zone yeah. of like, I'm gonna like what I like. And yeah. if you don't agree with that, that's cool. You do you. You go watch what you want to watch. I'm going to be over here watching what I want to watch. And yes, I, I know it's it's probably the unpopular opinion to say in this day and age, but I am a WWE fan and I love WWE. Yeah. Um, there's certain aspects, don't get me wrong. I'm not one of those blindly positive people that's like, everything is wonderful. No, but that's across no, the but, board. <laughs> but you tweet positive and that's the yeah. misconception. You know what I mean? Like you would rather be a, and this is, you and I are a lot alike uh, yeah, like this, are. but we're just half glass full people. You know, it's optimistic. It's like, okay, I didn't love what, the, like, I don't love that this person's now champion, but okay, let's see where it's going to go. Exactly. Like, it's, at the end of the day, it's a television show. So it's like, okay, okay, fine. But okay, where are we going now? And can you get my interest back? And it's yeah. like, for whatever reason, people feel like they get stabbed in the back. Like, can you believe they put it on? I mean, I love that you're that passionate. Don't get me wrong. But like, yeah. then there's an off switch and you just go like, okay, now where are they going with it? You just got to ask the question. Just and just play out. No one's letting things yeah. play out anymore. They just, right. instead of enjoying the journey, they just want the destination. The journey's better than the destination. How we get to somewhere is always better than actually getting there, in my opinion. Sure. And you know what I like the most about you is that, yes, you're a huge stardom, friend, stardom fan, but you're not mm. anti-other wrestling. It's no, not like I, I support here. other wrestling. You, you support. We all, I, I support all wrestling you do because I want to, I want rest. If someone's doing well, it makes the industry do better. And that's good well, for us just, because it's, it's better for us. Fun. It's just, yeah. I, I like talking to WWE people. I like talking to GCW people. I like talking to random Australian indie, but like super <laughs> excited because he's on Twitter yeah. for the first time. Fucking wrestling fan. You know, yeah. that's why we do this. And it's like to, to then just arbitrarily dunk on people super aggressively it's like <laughs> i get it i mean it's it's the internet and it's and yeah. it just trolls it's like it yeah. is what it is but it's like damn you're bringing the experience down for a lot of people you know what yeah. i mean and that's and that sucks and but like it is what it is like it's just you're never going to regulate part of that. the territory and it, we have yeah to, and it, sometimes it's funny when it like i get dunked on real hard just like randomly blindsided and you just know it's just like so absurd of a thing yeah you sit there and you're just like <clears throat> you know <laughs> it's like, okay, i do too i got I like that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, um, like, damn. Okay. It as long is, you don't it is like, crazy. Say anything stupid, but yeah. Well, obviously, um, right. <laughs> it's 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 it is crazy that we we even have to have this conversation. But it's just a part of it for anyone that's it like, ah, I don't know if I should tweet about wrestling yeah. or, or you just get lost remember. in your emotions with it. If you're one of those people that's yeah. like, why are these people doing? 
it's just the game. Like, it's, it's just, you got to just accept that it's, and you just got to move reality. away from it. As soon as you do, you'll start enjoying it again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and that's part of it too. Um, but yeah, I think, WWE. I think, it's, I, I think we, we both have a, a love hate relationship with Twitter. I think it can be times when it can be like, yeah. I fucking hate this place sometimes. I think, I think, I think everybody feels that way. And the yeah. thing is, is that it's the people. Social media. Well, it's not, yeah. It's not the people. It's the times, mm-hmm. you know, it's the times when you don't fucking leave. You know what I mean? It's like when you're not vibing it, but then you continue to stay yeah. on and scroll. It's like, ah, like you do. I, I do. I realized that about myself a couple about a year ago. I was, I was like, why am I getting so amped up? And then I'm looking, I'm like, oh, because I'm still on this shit. I don't want to be on this shit. What am yeah. I doing? Like, just take a break. You know, put the it's phone, fine. Take the phone and go the fuck away. Yeah. Um, you know, go plant a flower. And <laughs> so, you know, you got to do that. You know what I mean? Because mm. otherwise, if you're not feeling it, you know, that can, again, you're, Get you're pretty much tweeting your moods, you know, <laughs> for as many times that you're on social media. So, you know, you got to be mindful of that. Um, uh, I, I'm a big social media guy. You know that I tweet random freaking yeah, nonsense. Yeah, it's not bad. It's just you do it for so long, you begin to look at it critically. Yeah, and I, 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 I what I find for me works for me, and, and you do the, a lot of the same. I don't just tweet about wrestling because I think it'll drive me up the wall. It'll drive me absolutely crazy. Um, I appreciate the people that can dedicate it because I'm oh, not that disciplined. I'm not. I, I, I just want to, I want to tweet about whatever I, I'm kind of, right. whatever's on yeah. my brain, I just kind of tweet about. So I feel like that keeps me sane on Twitter. And that's kind of how I just kind well, of. Well, let's people know that there's a person behind it. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Like that's, that's the hardest part of some of this shit um, is, Especially if like you're doing a podcast, geez, and it's like oh, podcast, yeah. and it's and it's like remember, and you and me again, and it, I think I'll give this all to Brainbuster. You know, I'll give Wolf the shout out, the good work ethic from everybody that he picked. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, we reach, we promote others, yeah, all day. You know what I mean? We've dedicated pretty much our timelines to retweeting others. You know what I mean? Which gets you muted, unfollow, sure. shit like that, because you're just spamming pretty much, and. um and it's better now, obviously, but like, you know, BBR days, it's like we were hyping each other every fucking oh, yeah. day. Yep. You know, <laughs> so <laughs> it was one of those things where, um, you know, you, you do that. Um, then what you do is like you almost become like it's not a person anymore. It's just the podcast. It's like a and robot. Then pe- and then, yeah, people start interacting with you as if you're not a person. So by like breaking that mold and saying like, all right, like I'm Josh and here's some other shit I like and here's this and here's that and here's a random thought and here's – it's like you bring the person back. Mm-hmm. And then people are less likely to just pop because it's like, oh, that's not – you know, that's not a faceless thing. That's a person. You know what I mean? And that's important. You know, <laughs> it's like – that's why you see people with like uh, their normal pan- handles and then they have the podcast handle, yep. right? And that's why it's like take your shots Separate. over there. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> right? Yeah, I, it's like a character. I, it's kind of I there's a reason. I don't want to say strategically, but for lack of a better term, that my my name is my brand is because my a part of my if you want to call it brand is me. It's you get me within your shows. I feel like there's better podcasts for listening to than my own. However, what I pride myself on, you said this at the start is that I pride myself on my personality shining through and just kind of making the content there and the context of what I'm talking about kind of be the backbone, but it's really myself and whoever's on the show with me, whether it be Kevin or Ditz 
or or Ryan with Brothers by Law, whatever it may be, I can kind of rely more on the personality side getting me through than the actual content and the context of what I'm talking about. It's just kind of kind of almost second second thought. So I feel like with my Twitter account and with social media in general, I try to be obviously there's a, a certain over the topness that I just bring. That is me. However, I'm not that on all the time. But it is just me. I'm not playing a character. I'm not separating no. myself Mm-mm. from my show. This is me, and this is you yeah. kind of get ninety five percent of me I, at all times. It's it's true. Like you're vulnerable, you know, in that in that aspect. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's a big jump. You know what I mean? And yeah. that should be like respected. You know what I mean? Because it, that shit ain't easy. You know, there's a lot of people that hide behind avatars. A lot of people that hide behind shit. You know what I mean? And so not only to put yourself out there, and then put yourself out there on live stream and do it to the level that you're doing and things like that. Yeah. Like at some point, people just gotta realize, like, yeah, you know, like there's. JP, there's big pause on a pup, and then there was NPA. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like I can go into NPA and do whatever, working with somebody, doing something yeah. solo, trying to whatever. And but then it's like I can leave that world and come back in a sense, right? Yeah. Um, stop, like turn the lights off nine to five, and then come back to what up? You know what I mean? Type of shit. You got both, you know. So I have a layer of protection. A lot of podcasters do. Mm-hmm. And then there's and Josh Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the Josh Robinson fucking network. You know, <laughs> so multiple shows underneath your belt. You know what I mean? Um, so like, you know, I celebrate that number one. That's why I love the shit out of you. You know what I mean? Because you do put yourself out and you do do that. So it's like, I'm always like any project you got, anything you need, you know, give me a holler because you know, you're fucking grinding more than anybody. You know, it's like you and foul and Conrad and boom. Oh. You know, it's like, and Warren, Warren crushes it too. There's a lot, but like, I mean, like the ones that I pay attention to, yeah. and, you know, my yeah. friend and, um, but you do, you know what I mean? So the fact that you do, it's like, <laughs> and you got to deal with the bullshit that you deal with because you don't have that layer of yep. protection. It's like, fuck people. You know? <laughs> oh, like, I know. Like, I know. In, in this dude, time, I, I understand. Off. Uh, I, uh, I know. Th- being vulnerable is scary. However, I feel like the pros outweigh the cons because I've, I, 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 I feel like you know, like I said, you wouldn't know me whether it was for, wasn't for podcasting. However, I feel like if I was to stop podcasting tomorrow, I'd be pretty confident in the fact that people know who I am. I could still tweet. I could still interact with people and sure. people are still getting me. Yeah. Because my personality is what I pride myself on anyway. And I think people like you and, and Queen, among many, many, many others, do the, do similar things. And we okay. kind of can rely on less of the actual context and more of our personalities kind of shining through. So I think, you know, with whatever you continue to do, is that that's kind of your strength. At least what, maybe I'm just kind of – when I listen to podcasts, I kind well, of I listen to it differently – I feel like you do though. And I feel like, you know, you have a good handle on that. So much respect to you and just everything that you have done. And I'm sure we'll continue to do with different little projects that you will, um, that you'll still do. It's not like you're going anywhere. You're still going to be here. No, I'm looking to do like some type of charity stream. I'm not trying to do it, but like, I'm trying to do an hour. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to, you know, still be part of the content creatorship community in different aspects. Um, just for fun, you know what I mean? Like cool ideas and different Rediscovering things. Rediscovering your love for it again. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. like I do love it. Like that's yeah. again, it was a it's a time thing. Why I have to stop? You know yeah. what I mean? And like there just is no time um, for a six or seven so you know, six or seven months to where I can. So 
Yeah. You know, I pretend like I can. I get it. Yeah. You know, so and you know, but I'm still any chance I get. I get a free hour. You know what I mean? I have no problem popping on and yeah. talking some uh, some wrestling. You know, that's always the best part. To your point, I did want to I wanted, did want to circle back to this real yeah, quick. Go ahead. You uh, you were talking about matches to get people invested, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have been watching AJW classics. Right? Oh, I've and been that, watching those gifts on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> right. And. I'll tell you the biggest thing for me, if I was going to sell you on AJ and I want to watch AJW classics, whether we record it or not, it's irrelevant. Yeah. Like we can, we don't have to, whatever. But it is one of those things where just women's wrestling, right? We're fans of women's wrestling. We, we support women's wrestling, yeah. but we, we appreciate the, the styles of it as well, right? Yeah. There's a styles to this where it's more evolved than people's thinking like, oh, it's just a women in the ring and they're they're going to eat six minutes and they're out of there. It's like, no, 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 no. This is way more nuanced than it's ever been. Uh, worldwide, you know, but man, you go back to like 88 to 93 and AJW, the fundamentals of wrestling, you know what I mean? Like, and then the evolutions and progressions that they made in five fucking years, six years or like whatever the timeline is, um, that I'm watching because I only got like the AJW classics is, um, it's just, it's absolutely incredible to the history of women's wrestling. And it's good fundamentals, but like also crazy shit, like getting stabbed in the leg with like scissors. Yeah. And like there's some wild shit that happens in this, you know what I mean? And, and it runs the fucking spectrum, you know what I mean? Tag <laughs> matches are ridiculous. Bull Nakano's going fucking crazy. Aja uh, Kong uh. is like 17 years old, killing people. Like there's some crazy good shit. And uh, I think like for, I think now I'm, I'm willing to test with my buddy Jeff. Um, I'm going to start him on that. And that's going to be the foundation. Ooh. Just one. I don't need like, just give me an hour. Give me one show. Right. And we'll just pick randomly because they're all good and build that foundation there and then build what they're doing now. You know what I mean? Especially in WWE with the spectacle shit. You know, you yeah, get in front of yeah. Sasha Banks. How are you not a fan? I mean, so my friend and I, 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 I want to make it pretty, if she's going to get into this, I said, Hey, I'm going to show you a lot of the history of women and also a lot of the times where there was Brian panties matches and there was this because I want to see where the sure. kind of – I'm just talking WWE because she's it's, just – You're 100% right though. There's you have errors. To, you have to yeah. show them everything because it all makes sense to where we are now. We watched Evolution, yeah. which I think is my favorite yeah. pay-per-view ever. I don't think Love I've it. ever watched something that I've loved more. I said, we're going to sit here for three and a half hours and we're going to watch this show. I said, just good. buckle up. She did. She loved Fun. it. She was like, this is this is really good. There's a reason – I know I I, I – I've made it very, very clear that the reason <coughs> I love wrestling as much as I do and I still love wrestling as much as I do right now is 100% because of the evolution of women. I know we use that term a lot within yeah. WWE, but I mean the yeah. whole evolution. I, I mean from when I started watching in 2000 to now is that I always loved the women and I always wanted more for them and I always seen little glimpses of hope to where we are now where they're you look at, I know you're not watching WWE on a regular basis. However, you're not living sure. under a rock. The last right. five, like out of the last 10 shows in WWE, women have main evented seven of them. That is absolutely unheard of 10 years ago. It's right. normal for them to main event. It's normal for them to be the main storyline heading into a pay-per-view. It's normal for them to be featured on a poster. That didn't happen. And sometimes I think people go, oh, it's just kind of the norm to like women's wrestling now. 
No, it's normal because it's normalized to like women's wrestling now because, and the reason I get so passionate and so I love it so much is because it wasn't. There wasn't, 10 years ago, you would not be celebrated for liking women's wrestling. Yeah. It'd be the, thing is, the piss break. Here's the crazy thing. Here's just the one little caveat, like the little nuance thing to AJW, which is where I'm really excited for you to check it out. And then I want to make it your cornerstone as well. Um, because it is a lot of great foundational wrestling, yeah. right? So the show, the athleticism and, and the fact that this is something that, yes, there's a lot of pageantry now, but back then there wasn't, right? But they're doing it in, in state, they're, and it's all women, right? And they're doing it in front of sold out arenas. So think about evolution and how you feel about evolution and the fact that it got about 60% filled, right? Yeah. Because people didn't show up for it the way they should have, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm guilty of that. I was, I'm close enough to Nassau. You know what I mean? I could have done the two hour drive, you know what I mean? And I didn't, you know what I mean? But I could have went and supported it and I did not. Um, shit, tickets were there. So, but you go back and you watch these shows from the eighties, sold out, like just sold out like 10,000 in seen Japan. Those gifts. They were it's on the atmosphere for women's wrestling back then. I'm telling you, dude, I'm, it's good. It would, it's going to give you chills when you finally do. And it's just like, man, that's what it was. Can we get back to that? And that's where my criticisms on a lot of companies come to. It's like, yeah, they're proving it in the eighties in Japan that this shit sells and they're doing it based off athleticism and, and, and work rate and storytelling and mm -hmm. characters and they're doing it the right way. <laughs> and nobody's paying. Like, you can't copy that sketch. You know, you can't copy it's, that. It's, and... it's because at the end of the day, wrestling I know as a whole. That, oh, I know, I know. But wrestling yeah. as a whole, the fundamentals are still the same in the eighties as they were now. It's a, it's a headlock. It's, it's so a shoot off. Good. It's a drop down. It's a, yeah. It's a leapfrog. It's a hip toss. Uh -huh. That is the fundamentals of wrestling. You see it nearly in every single match, and. If you can just grasp that concept that I understand the production's different and it looks a little different and there's different yeah. characters, it's a little bit more. Uh, it's basic. Yeah. But the fundamentals of a wrestling match have never changed. Sure, they've evolved right. in certain ways, but just that little core has never changed. If you can just get them so in on good. that, I feel like you can kind of watch any wrestling. But that's the thing. Then you have a wrestling fan. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think that's part of it. I think, like, you got to show people wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're right. Like, TLC 2 is a great one to start them out to because now you got them hooked. You know yeah. what I mean? And then you slide in a couple of these. And it can be anything. Like, you could do, um, you know, it, what was it? Uh, Benoit, Jericho, and Kurt Angle Ooh. at WrestleMania for the two belts. You know what I mean? Like, Ooh. you can you can find good wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I just slide it into I little nooks and crannies. Of course. Yeah. What I'm saying, like, put in one of those nook or crannies and AJW classics. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you'd be surprised where it's just like, holy shit, this is, yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, this is, well, this will sell anybody. It you know is, what I mean? It's like, great to, so, to, to have Tori here and, and be like, okay, so, now, instead of me showing you, it's like, let's go through the network or let's go through YouTube and just, just whatever kind of captures your eye, click on and just see what happens. And she's been going, can you show me this person? And oh, who's this? And then asking questions. Why do they keep doing that headlock? Why do they keep doing a leapfrog? What is the actual, she didn't even know how you win a wrestling match when she started watching this. Isn't it crazy? You know, I just somebody... assume. I'm just like, yeah. oh, you know that because I know that. It's like, no, she's like, I didn't know there was, she thought wrestling was mm. the cinematic thing. She thought, oh, it yeah. looks like a movie. No, it's a, a sporting event. She goes, oh, it's more sport than I thought it would be. And then she doesn't understand that wrestling isn't quote-unquote real. And I was like, no, it's a scripted show. And then some of it I tell her and some of it I don't just to kind of let her just 
react in the way that she, and ask questions. She's asking me, that's to me is when I've got her as a wrestling fan is when she's actually genuinely asking me why something's happening or, you know, just asking different questions. Who's this person? Why are they commentating? Who's this commentator? Who's this ring announcer? Why do they have this? What's this? You know, I'm watching video packages and, and I've showed her different weddings and I've showed her WCW like terrible, you know, well, I think it's the best Nitro in like the year 2000 when it's just a shitstorm. Um, That's like my favorite stuff to watch. So I've been just showing her different things and, you know, to slide in different nuances of wrestling from the eighties and from the nineties and, that to me is also a stuff that, you know, pre 96, I haven't really watched a lot of wrestling. I haven't because it's just my age. And I just, it's sometimes it's a little hard, but the fundamentals of wrestling have never really changed from the moment right. it started till now. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's kind of got me hooked again and, and with her, but I've been watching a lot of those gifts and some of those things are brutal i'm like holy shit <laughs> yeah there's some there's some brutal stuff for sure because that's like this joshi strong style we talk yeah. about like which happens today but not at the level that it did but like sometimes um <laughs> but nearly not to like the volume that you were accustomed to seeing and then the energy is just again you're in there in a very basic setting you know what yeah. i mean um with like a, a, a packed house you know what i mean and these women are coming out and it's like 80s production so you know, yeah, like there's music playing and they're wearing some type of outfit or warm up. Yeah. Um, but they're just walking to the ring. You know what I mean? <laughs> like out from the corner. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing to it more than that. No, it's a crowd on the side and they're just kind of walking up. But uh, it's like that kind of like stripped down type of vibe where you're just like, yeah. this shit's intoxicating. You know what I mean? Like it's an environment um, yeah. when you're watching where you're just like, yeah, there's um, there's something to this. And so that's why I like recommend everybody like you got to check it out because you'll hook people, you know, into wrestling. It's hard not to, it's hard to look away from that kind of stuff. Yeah. And that packed house feeling is so, you know, growing up as a kid watching Raw in 2000, 2001, that pat, remember like they would open Raw and it would be a, like everyone was standing shoulder to shoulder. There was nowhere to move, signs everywhere. And it was loud and it was that music would hit and every single person got a reaction. I know yeah. that we're a little bit different at the moment because it's the, the, the kind of COVID era and there's not really real wrestling crowds. It's just yeah. talent or whatever it may be. Um, but it's that, that music would hit and the place, every single person would stand up. And I feel like that's an element of wrestling we don't get on a mainstream scale anymore is that excitement for wrestling. It's kind of just became music hits and you're like, you know, yay. Mm-hmm. Like, when I went to Super Showdown a couple years ago, that was exciting for me because I don't get to do it very often. I don't get to go to a, sure. a big stadium and go watch wrestling. So everybody was standing up and everybody was loud. And, and it's a, honestly a shame that that place didn't have a roof because sound goes up and it's open. Would have been cool. Yeah. But, you know, to have that feeling, it's like that's what I seen when I watched wrestling growing up is that packed house. Everyone's tightly squeezed in. I know that's kind of right. scary at the moment. To, you know, oh, the human <laughs> but everyone's like part, I noticed that in the just in the gifts that I watch of 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 those is that everybody's there and everybody's like standing and everyone's kind of like, oh, my God, like actually reacting to what's happening instead of just yeah. kind of being like, oh, this is just a day out. You know what I mean? Or a night out, I should say. So I feel like we we've lost that sense. And I hope that when eventually, um, not anytime soon, when crowds do come back to wrestling, whether it be in whatever promotion, 
I wish we could get that back again. And I feel like I know a lot of people say, well, AEW does that. It's like to a certain degree, yes. But I think as a society, we're not as excited for anything anymore because we're so short-term driven and we're so, we have such a short attention span. I'm sure we're the same is that we just expect everything like this and we almost expect it. So when it actually happens, the reaction is just kind of like, okay, cool. Instead of being like, wow, yeah. you know, wrestling's happening or sport or whatever it right. may be. Um, it's just that's a different what, world. That's why I appreciate, and I know a lot of people do this and it's going to sound kind of weird the way I say it, but like, I enjoy the wrestling journey. You know what I mean? Like WWE, see, that's the thing. Like I fell out of favor with WWE because, you know, the company's just taxing as hell, you know, with all the yeah. bullshit that they do, like yeah. as a company, yeah. where you're just kind of like, there's fatigue, you know, because you've been watching them for so long. So that's number one. Yeah. And, but like, I still like the superstars and sometimes the I don't mind. The, yeah. Yeah. And the execution like of it, like it's, a, yeah, it might be a shitty storyline, but she's got to go out there and she's got to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, and if you do it well, like you should be commended for that because I root for wrestlers. You know what I mean? And exactly. so like, you know, so I never, I don't ever understood because they were for WWE. We hate the superstars. I don't understand that type of those type of comments. But it's like, but you get you get tired of, you know, the quote unquote product, right? Which it really yeah. is the company, right? Yeah, yeah. So then you're I like, all right, that. I'm gonna try a different company, and it's like, do I like their style? And it's like, I do, but like I like these two things together. Does somebody do this? And then that takes you on another path. You know what I mean? That pops you around. Like, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's like. You know, I love when people go to like Mexico. It's my favorite. It's like when people are like in the AAA or CMLL for like a month, you know, popping out matches. I'm just like, it's like my favorite fucking people because they're like, holy shit, look at this, look at this fuck. Because when you go yeah. do like the luchador shit, it's amazing to watch. Yeah. Um, and they do it nightly. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that I was uh, like, that'd be so taxing on your body. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like the lights and the energy and the thing. Like they, they just like they. It's like, so different to so popular American so wrestling. It, or, yeah. or, or mainstream wrestling, I, I feel it, whatever the term would be, whatever you would want to call it, but it's so different to watch yeah. Mexican wrestling, to watch, you know, whatever I would love you're to, watching. Yeah, that's like one of those bucket lists. Like you want to go to like a AAA event just in Mexico, it, yeah. just to be part of the energy, you know yeah. what I mean? Because they do it completely different mm-hmm. than we do here and they're going stronger. Right. Or at least more consistently strong. Like, yeah, CMLL has been around for over 100 years. Yeah. Triple has been like almost that long, if not the same. And it's like, you know, and they're just as popular now as they were 50 years ago. Yeah, know? it's crazy. And it's so different from if you like Japanese wrestling. It's so uh, different. It's so different. So different. From, it's completely it's, it's different. just yeah, that's what I love most about wrestling. I know we're kind of spiraling yeah, it's here. Journey. But it's it's journey. so different. Whatever you're watching. Yes, the fun, the fundamentals between all of these different things are all the same. However, it's just how you execute them and it's how you go about them in the show. It, you know, there's there's some forms of wrestling that are very story driven and very like character driven, where the wrestling is almost uh, not not important, but it's just less important. And some people, that's what their favorite aspect of professional wrestling is: it's sure. just watching the show as opposed to the athleticism. Then you've got the flip side where it's wrestling driven, and the kind of the character in the story is a little bit less important. And for some people, that's the best. And then you've got the blends where it's kind of athletic, but it's a show, and it's it's so it's it's so wonderful to me to be able to talk to people like yourself and. We lo- both love wrestling, but we love different aspects of wrestling. I, I've 
I've always said that I love the story of wrestling more than the actual wrestling itself. I love a good wrestling match, but I mean, like, I love the story and the journey to get to the wrestling match more than I love the actual match itself. Because I'm just, that's just what I love. I love the sports entertainment side of wrestling. Yeah. That's just what I've grown up on. It, it makes me feel like a kid. Those I live for the moments more than the matches, personally. I still love wrestling, don't get me wrong. I still love a good classic, like five-star right. classic match like anybody else. And it freaking yep. gets me going. But the mm-hmm. story of wrestling is is more and more enjoyable to me. I can soak that in more. Where, you know, we yeah. agree on that to a certain degree, but I know you probably more love the fundamentals of an actual wrestling. Well, no, I, it's just, it's different things, right? Because it, yeah. the, the, the delivery of all those things are just different depending on where you're watching it. So what's fun about Japan, to your point, right, is they, they can't do that type of pageantry. Or excuse me, they can't do that type of... Um, a style, right? Yeah. They have to, they have to, they, they just don't have the funds. They can't, they don't have the yeah. good, good enough cameras. And they certainly don't have the distribution. Yeah. Throw all those things together, right? Um, so what do you do? So what, how are you going to do it? And how are you going to get me in America, right? Because you don't, like, they don't need to take over the world, but you know, they want to reach out and get as many people to listen to as possible. Um, it's like, one, you brought a lot of pageantry into it. So it's like when somebody retires, right? There's gauntlet matches where everybody comes out and wrestles two minutes and like you get a record, like you went six, two and one in your last gauntlet match. You know what I mean? Where you wrestle the roster uh, and things like that. Then there's like all the things that come in, uh, all the streamers that come in and some of them are just normal to celebrate. And then there's like really big moments or retirement moments. And then, you know, the flowers being taken out and like the appreciation for the wrestler, like the respect side of it, that it's like, you're not going to get that to that level, right? That intimacy, right? Um, you're not gonna get that from WWE, you can't, right? No. But, so it offers uh, an alternative, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whether you like it more or not, I never really focused on. It's really just more of, is it, it, it does it entertain me? Does you know it, is it mean? scratching your itch today? What do you like more today? And it's like, if, yeah, am I like, looking for more wrestling? I'm gonna go over yeah, here and I'm gonna enjoy it's that. Making me Right. And it's going to make me, it's going to keep me entertained. Like good wrestling will keep me entertained, but like good wrestling is still good wrestling. I mm-hmm. want a story, right? It's professional yeah. storytelling. Yeah. So what do they do? Give me on the pageantry, throw in a couple words just to kind of help me along with the story. Yeah. And then they act that out in ring. So yeah. now, you know, it's Some like, if I don't, <laughs> right, exactly. I got everything I need, but I got it in a smaller, more basic package because of, uh, you know, just economics wise, that's what it has to be. And you know, I fell in love with it. <laughs> That's a good thing. I love seeing. I love yeah. seeing people passionate about anything. I can talk about yeah. someone, even if I have no clue in what they're talking about. To see someone passionate about what they want to talk about is really special to me. And I think that's what us to kind of circle back to originally oh, content creators. Ah, like uh, see, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, You've done this to circle before. back. Oh, yeah, well, a few times. Um, <laughs> to circle back to content creators is that. That is what we all respect each other on, is that no matter what we're talking about, whether it be wrestling, whether it be whatever, if we're passionate about it, that shows through in your work. Um, yeah. So, you know, I talk to a lot of people that aren't into wrestling, and that's really cool to me, is that these people don't really know anything about wrestling, but I, I watch their content because it maybe I have other loves. I love video games. I love <laughs> – there's many other things that I love. Music. I love other things so I can find different aspects and appreciate and take little – kind of you know pieces from everybody to kind of form what i feel is my best work so right you know 
when I talk to people that are just people that I talk to on Twitch and then they've kind of come over to Twitter and I'm like, I like supporting these people. Support is a very big thing for me. I pride myself on the fact that I will put over the people I feel are doing their best stuff. I'll put over people that I feel, and I'll go to bat for them. I'll always be like, come watch, come hang out in this Twitch stream. Come hang out and and watch this show. I like this show. Mm -hmm. Maybe you like this. I'm hanging out in the chat. Come hang out with me. If like, just get more eyes because I know that feeling. There's nothing better than when I know that numbers aren't everything and they're not, but there is no better feeling as a podcaster or someone that streams on Twitch to see that number just go up by one, by two, by three and have that interaction. That to me is like the best thing in the world. And I understand that again, downloads are not everything or viewers are not everything, Mm -mm. but it does feel nice. And you've had that. I know you've gone, Oh, I got three more downloads than I did last week. And as long as you're not dwelling on it, as long as you're not focusing on just being like, oh, I want 30 sure. people to listen to my show. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. Just it, it does feel nice and it's a good scent. It's a nice little slap on your ego to just kind of go, hey, okay, yeah. people are liking what I'm doing because right. I'm putting in a lot of effort to this. So I think it's kind of – That's the thing. Nice. If you're not – if you're if you're starting from scratch, right? Like, and I mean like at the, at the beginning, right? Yeah. And you're building from scratch, you know, and you didn't walk into something or like uh, f- following or whatever or yeah. whatever the case may be. Um, and you're starting from scratch. It's like anything, anytime anybody listens. And I don't care if that's 10 or 10,000. You know what I mean? Like you appreciate that a lot more because yeah. you better you, you put it all in the middle at the beginning. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for people to be there, it's like I don't give a shit if it's two people. For four hours, these cats committed their time to me, so I'm going to try to give them yep. whatever it is I planned the, in the best mm-hmm. ability that I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they showed the fuck up. So good on them. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I don't give it. You know, so like you're right in the sense that volume doesn't matter. You know, but you want as many people as possible because of you course. love. You know, being an entertainer. You know, or like I, trying yeah. to be entertaining or <laughs> performing in general. I, I that's you know? me in a nutshell. I I right. I think I I I'm I'm pretty <laughs> over With the top, you. and I, I like yeah. that you're the same. And we kind of like yeah. I like talking on a podcast. It's not like I'm this animated when I talk in just a general conversation, sure. but like I like putting on that showman's showmanship, whatever you want to call yeah. it. So I think for anybody starting from scratch, or, or if you're in the middle of something, or you're kind of creating something new, for me the best bit of advice I can give is. Treat this like a million people are listening to it. Talk the yeah. same as if one person listens or if 10,000 people listen. That's how I always do it because then you're consistent. You're always doing the kind of same thing. You're right. always kind of this animated. Not be like, you know, if I sit here and I talk like this and like no one's going to, you know, no one's listening <laughs> anyway. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It, right. it comes across in your show. I'm talking yeah. like there's millions of people listening to me. Sure even if that's if if that was the case or it wasn't. So yeah. I feel like that is my biggest piece of advice and support others. Make sure to support people that you feel are doing good stuff and make sure it's known because sometimes you can make an episode or you can go live on Twitch and if nobody shows any support, it kind of does put you in a space of like, well, why am I really doing this at the end of the day? Anyway, show your support and be like, hey, I listened to this and I like this or I didn't like this. Just kind of- right give feedback to people because I think it's important to kind of keep small content creators moving. That's how I, that'd be oh, my yeah. piece of advice. Yeah. I mean, that's the movement, right? Like small content creators, it's like you, you're doing this because you love it. 
You know what I mean? Like you're putting in equity, you know, dollars and and not like a lot of dollars, but like some, you know, some dollars. I want to, you know, take, get this, do that and save for this. Um, I want to have fun with it. It's a hobby. And at the same time, like trying to, you know, perform, you know what I mean? Because let's say that that episode or that phrase or that whatever pops off. You know what I mean? I want it to be the best representation of me at any given point. And if it never does, that's fine because if it ever does, we're good, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, that's that's a big deal. You know what I mean? Like you should strive for that. And you do strive for that. You know what I mean? And I, so. I, I just am a very motivated person. When it comes to this from now on, I'm just a very motivated person. And yeah, I good. know I've had many conversations with different people that are like, you know, this might not ever happen. And I'm very aware of that. But if there's a little chance that it could i'm gonna work towards it i said i've given myself one year to kind of see where i can take this and put in as much effort and i know i'm gonna run myself into the ground in some aspects and that's okay sometimes because it's a part of hard work is to feel sure. a little like defeated sometimes but just okay, keep hey, on... don't fail you know what i mean you don't solve a problem so exactly. you gotta fail every once in a while you know and I mean? i'm very much open to the fact that this could lead yeah. to nothing but I'm going to try. Well, not because, just, I mean, you know how it is. It's like day to day. You pop out a tweet and you have a typo and you're like, fuck. You know what fuck. I mean? Like, Well, <laughs> I know about typos. You know about typos. We're the worst yeah. for it. And I, I'm like, I need to learn to proofread my tweets. But also, I can't be fucked. So let's just go with it. <laughs> um, but it's just like, I I just want, I know that I'm, I'm capable of things. And I'm going to work hard to do that. So I don't know. Watch this space. I've said that many times and it's kind of like lame, but watch this space because I'm ready to kind of spread spread my wings, I guess, a little bit because I'm like yep. an angelic or something like that. I don't I'm know. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. I'll take um, Archangel <laughs> Josh. Yeah, hey, there we go. Where's my halo? I mean, i got a beanie on at the moment. It's got a little pom-pom on it, so whatever. Um, but I don't know. I- I'm just glad that we were able to chat for the last hour and a half nearly just about life really it was fun to do because yeah sometimes i love having a topic topic more than anybody i love being like let's talk about you know we've had multiple shows uh, where we talked about the bellas or um i believe we had a show in like january just before they were announced for the hall of fame um Mm -hmm. whether they should go yeah we called it (laughs) and i know some people uh, like some some not you can't have a conversation you can't have a conversation about the bella twins with everybody because but with JPQ, I can talk about the Bella Twins. Oh, because... yeah, we can talk about the Bellas. I love the Bellas. People so are crazy. Like... Yeah, people are. Well, I agree. <laughs> yeah. it's like, I mean, I get, like, you were tired of the – like, I can get – I get wrestler lethargy – or, uh, uh, like, a lethargicness with yeah. wrestling – or yeah. with wrestlers. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. I get that you could say they're oversaturated, overexposed, whatever. Like, come on, they've been out a couple years. Like, we can begin to start celebrating them again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they are not – like it's been it's been the four horsewomen for a good time now, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like we can start celebrating their careers. We don't have we'll to start keep celebrating a lot of women's careers that we don't talk about. Oh, we that's are true big, too. Me yeah. and you 
have always been ones to agree that we're a fan of that diva era. There was a lot of great workers in the in the diva era that just was at yeah. the wrong time. And we understand that. And that time served a purpose. We will always say that it could be a whole episode about the diva era serving the time for where we are now. Because without that, yep. we wouldn't be where we are now. But yeah, I think it's time it's, to it's start. It's part of evolution. Exactly. It's, you can't just have evolution if it was always good. Um, right. So, And I'm not saying it was bad. Because the diva era, it had bad moments. No, it's just... That's what it is. It was just a different time. But me and you have always related over that. Like, we like the Michelle McCools and the Molinas and the the Beth Phoenixes and the the, the Laylas and whatever it may be. We talk about that a lot because we can kind of bond over that. Um, And it's just nice to be able to have a conversation that isn't topic-based. But I'm sure the next one that we'll do, let's do a Diva era episode and just talk about all those women because I think it's time that we – Talk about them more openly instead of people just being like, that was in a bad time, so therefore they're trash. It's like, no, right. there's a lot of great workers in that time. So. Well, see, that's the, yeah, that's the part that always was kind of crazy, right? Like, and, and look, and the, some, of the, some of the criticisms aren't wrong. You know, like there is – but like think of it this way. You are uh, Ashley Massaro, right, or you're Layla, and you win a contest, a year contract, and then they like use you for the – one storyline over six weeks that they needed you for and now they got you for a year so they're going to teach you how to wrestle but they need to use you so you have to stay on the road and then you get just thrown into bullshit and then you got to go out there and perform like an actress in front of people like a lie like a theater you know what i mean and then come back and still have to learn how to fucking wrestle like are they the best fucking wrestlers in the world no there's a lot of good ones in there but it was no but like Given the circumstances, they went in there and they tried to kill it every night. They were, most it was, of the time. it was, it, they were literally like, here's some chicken shit, make chicken salad. It's not always going to be the best salad. It's not always going to be the freshest lettuce on the plate, but like, it's gonna, it, it, there was definitely moments within that era that shined. And I was like, I can see where this is and I can see this could be a lot more than what we are being given right now and there was many times within the diva era where i was like yes like let's go and i think it's time we celebrate that a little bit more there's some good spots there's some good bad spots and then there was really good good spots you know and And there was elements of now in there yeah and of course yeah Yeah. because that's you know then that's the progression like again like without that era you wouldn't have you know the transition and that was the bellas you know what i mean again and we talked about this forever but you can't talk about like that is a hard storyline to pull off. You know what I mean? That is not easy to be transitioned between eras. Yep. And it's going to be sisters that do it. <laughs> what? It's not even like its own thing. It's just two sisters. You're going to carry this from these people to these people. And it's just like three, four Good years luck. later. Yeah, outside of evolution, like what? Two years, two and a half years it's later. Been what, Nikki Bella hasn't wrestled since evolution. So that was what, a year and a half ago? Nearly. Yeah, but outside of evolution. Yeah. Like really, that little run, like what was it, another year and a half ish? Yeah. Or maybe yeah. like a year. Yeah. And, uh, something like that. Something, yeah, like, something that. like that. And it's like, and we're going to steal shit on the Bellas? Like, come on. Like, they're, they're out of the game now. They're succeeding. 
They've taken they're their careers thriving. and they've hit the they've next level. They've got a level. brand. They're smart women right. because they know they right. can wrestle forever and that people shit on them they because cash. it's like, oh, they just left wrestling to go and be more, you know, reality size. It's like, no, Nikki Bella cannot wrestle anymore because of her neck. Um, right. Brie Bella is a mum. Nikki's going to become a mum very soon. Um, sure. They're, they want to make money. What's the what's the big deal? They have a podcast. They have I I I, I know they still work probably closely with the WWE. I'm sure there's. I, I think they have clothing lines. Yeah, like the they Birdie have Bee stuff, yeah, the Birdie B stuff, know. and it's like Nikki Bella said on her podcast um, recently. She said it really makes me sad that I'll never get that moment where I can walk out to a ring and say thank you and people chant thank you Nikki at me because there's a small minority on the internet that well, deem I'm will. not worthy. Yeah, and she said I can never have that moment because they've taken right. it away from me. And it it's is true. true. It's true it's and true. I I will always I will always back the Bellas and I'll always say that they yeah. were very much one day, one day I hope, hope they both get that moment to walk out and people chant thank you Brie or thank you yeah. Nikki. But I will always back them and I always say they're a main key as to where we are now because without them and without that group, without the Total Divas show in general, I don't think we would have got to the next step. I understand there was yeah. different elements. Calm down, everybody. I know you're like, oh, it wasn't just, no, it wasn't just, yeah, it, it was every single woman that stepped in the ring to get us mm. to the Charlotte Flairs, to get us to the, the Sasha oh. Bakes and, and beyond. So it's, there's a reason women main event, you know, every WWE show now is because of women like that, putting in the hard yards and, and going through the embarrassing times as well. So, sure. um, so here's, here's a little teaser, everybody. The Mickey next time, still there. Hey, Mickey James has lived through it all. Hats off to her. Um, for a little teaser, here is something to look forward to. I'll, I'll schedule a time with JPQ and sometime in the near future. And we will do a diva era show where we just kind of go and chit chat like this, except we'll talk about that, that time in between when Trish and Lita kind of stepped away until, you know, Charlotte and that came in because there's a good chunk of time that not enough people talk about. And the matches in there, some of them are very good and the moments and the, the character development and just looking at that time. And, um, I think that'd be fun to talk about. So everybody hold on to your hats. Me and uh, JPQ will sort out a time to do that. Sounds good too. Well, I haven't even, I'm just throwing this on him, but I'm sure he will. <laughs> oh yeah. It's a hundred percent guarantee. What yeah. I like about it is like, because now it's a thing. So it's like, we did, um, divas era. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did, um, well, we, I guess we did all eras, right? And yeah. now we break them down. Yeah. Now we watch each era one by one by yeah. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, I get behind that. Yeah. I have no problem starting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll, we'll schedule a time. So um, I guess this is the the normal part of the, uh, the uh, chat. Where can we find you on Twitter? I would say hype your show, but you know, I, I know, it isn't it great? <laughs> well, I'm retired. Like that's the that's the best part. I'll hype that. Um. <laughs> you can you can just bill yourself as that on on your Twitter bio, retired I, podcaster. That's exactly right. <laughs> Early retirement plan. Um, it just yeah, it is one of those things. You can find me on Twitter, Epic Pause and Pub, um, goofing around, and then like on the circuit. You know what I mean? Like, I like going on people's show. I like talking wrestling. And on Smart Death or Smart Death Radio, like, I'm always popping on somebody's show or doing something with somebody. Um, you're going to hear me on a, you're going to hear me here again. You know, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Like, I like doing this stuff. Um, but other than that, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be hanging on Twitter. So, yeah, that's the place. Go and tweet. Go and tweet with him. He's fun. He'll talk shit with you. Don't worry. He'll bullshit with you. I, I always bullshit with you. 
I always bullshit with you. It's fun to, sure. um, sometimes I just I pipe in on your tweet or you pipe in on a TikTok of mine. And I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. let's go. Let's yeah. Go. The poppins are the best. You yeah. Know you just mean? see the little notification. You scroll up and you're like, who's like my tweet? And then you're like, oh, it's shit, it's JPQ. He's, he's going to say knows. something. <laughs> it's always fun to do. So, um, again, thank you for chit chatting with me for this fun little yeah, man. fun little time it's always great to talk with you so um i appreciate that a lot it's just yeah makes me happy to be back for the first time in a while well i know there'll be other shows that come out before this but recording wise everybody yeah um, this is the first time i'm doing this and it feels nice i'm like i'm at the end of a show and i'm just kind of like wow i just went through the motions like in a good way went through the motions again yep. and i'm like Ah, uh, this is this is fun. Like I'm, yeah. I'm genuinely happy. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate the chat. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just it's just been fun. So thank Amen. you very much, JPQ, and uh, mad respect to you. And um, I'm still I'm still never gonna let it down that you left while I was away. <laughs> it's the best story we have that forever. And welcome back, by the way. Like, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah. I appreciate it so much. Guys, I hope you enjoyed that chat with One Big Pause and a Pop. We love JPQ. JPQ is one of the best, one of the most respected people within this community. Though he's not, obviously, as you heard in the interview, or in the chat, I should say, uh, he's not going to be doing regular podcasting. He's still going to be guesting on shows. He's going to drop specials on WrestleJoy and, and his feed, whatever he may do. Um, but big ups to JPQ. Big thank you to JPQ for coming on the show and, and speaking for nearly an hour and a half um, just about life just having a nice friendly conversation so a big big respect to him mad love to jpq i hope you enjoyed this episode if you want to support me of course go in the uh, description below my link tree is there you can join my discord server you can um you can buy my merch now on t public you can you can follow me on facebook twitter instagram twitch everything you want to do all the links are in the description below as well as jpq's twitter um, if you want to support him as well. I hope you have a wonderful day. Please stay kind to one another. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Peace out, everyone.